Do you feel like there are thousands of streaming services, millions of TV shows? Well, guess they thought there was room for one more TV show. How about a Barbie fashion competition TV series? (laughs) Real humans compete to design clothes for Barbie. Barbie Fashion Battle will feature 12 adult designers divided into two fashion houses headed by style icons. The winner gets a cash prize and a chance to design a line of Barbie fashions for Mattel. Mm. So I'm thinking it's like two shows you've watched, Kev. Project Runway meets Big Brother is what it sounds like to me. Because you got the house, you got the fashion. It's just you're designing clothes for a Barbie doll instead of humans. Here's my, my only concern about this whole show, and I do have a concern, is in the spirit of diversity and inclusion and everything else that's so popular nowadays, why is there not a Ken fashion show? <gasps> you're right. Hmm? Maybe it should I'm be just called. Trying to be the voice of equality here. Maybe it should be called Barbie and Ken Barbie fashion and battle. And Ken fashion battle. Yes. And then, then, only then, <laughs> could I get on um, fully throw my support behind it. So you ever have something happen and you're like, man, what a coincidence! Mm-hmm. And you ever step back and go, "There's got to be something bigger at play than that." There is no way oh, that's yeah. a coincidence. I read something the other day about coincidences. I couldn't wait to share it with you guys. I'll tell you about it next. Every now and then I'll read something that's so encouraging. I'm like, man, I can't wait to share this with everybody. So we've all had those coincidences. I think you call them God winks. Yes, I do. Right? I like that phrase. Yeah. So in, And as believers, followers of Jesus, we, the whole idea of coincidence is something we really don't believe in if we really think God's in control of everything. So uh, I read this quote. Couldn't wait to share it with you guys. What we call coincidence is all a part of God's plan. Coincidences, and that's in quotes, are signposts that God places along the way of your soul's development. Isn't that cool? cool? Yeah. I thought that was so good because, you know, so many times we go like, huh, that's a coincidence. Mm -hmm. Wow. I just happened to run into this guy when I was trying to figure this out, and he's an expert in that field. Isn't that a coincidence? Well, I think what this says is it's not as much of a coincidence as you probably think it is. So do you ever look at other people sometimes and you judge them and then you look in the mirror and you go, oh, my gosh, that's me, too. (laughs) (laughs) I'll admit I do that when it when it comes to dogs. I just read something somebody is looking for. They they posted on Facebook. Can you recommend a good blank for my dog? And I want to know if if you would get this service Hmm. for your dog. I'm drawing the line on this one. I would say no. I'll tell you what it is next. My wife and I, we can be pretty over the top with our dogs. If you were to visit our house, you would notice we have stacks of dog beds all over the house. I mean, they just kind of dominate. We have pictures of our dogs on the walls. And, uh, you know, having five dogs in one house, it's a lot. We had six at one point, but having five in one house, it's a lot. So they're, they're a big part of our lives. But I don't think we're over the top with how we treat them. Like, we would never call them like, oh, they're our kids. We're, we would not do that. My wife would never wear a I'm a dog mom t-shirt. She just doesn't know. I have children, and they're my children. My dogs are my dogs. Um, But we can be over the top with them. I know you can be with Alex the Wonder Mutt. You can be kind of over the top with her, right? Don't you have, like, some kind of special smoked salmon dog food you give her every night or something? Uh, Organic, you know, very healthy dog food. frozen special order or something. She has a wild boar from Italy. Okay, so you're over the top. But would you be this over the top with your dog? This is a post on Facebook I saw today. Can anyone recommend a good dog chiropractor? A doggy chiropractor. And somebody was like, oh, yeah, go to Dr. So-and-so. He's the best. And there's a website for his animal chiropractic business. 
I've heard of this. I've also heard Have of doggy you? masseuse. And no kidding. Yeah, and it, believe it or not, people have said they've had very good success with cro- dogs that are in chronic pain. And they go and, to the doggy chiropractor, and he yes. aligns them. You know our friend Joanne, them. how over the top she is with her dogs? Yeah. She actually was able to rehab her dog through water aquatic therapy and didn't have to have surgery on his okay, leg. That makes sense. I mean, I, chief, I get yeah. that. But do- yeah, yeah. you've been to a, chiro- a human chiropractor, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Doesn't it require, I've never been, but doesn't it require some give and take? Don't they have to say, like, how does this feel? And you go, like, oh, that's a little, I mean, does it, or, or do you just lie there passively? Oh, well, you can tell, you tell them what's hurting if you want, okay, but if, so if nothing's hurting, they can tell like what's off balance and stuff like that. Like what's not in alignment. Hmm. They can tell just by looking at you. So bottom line, if Alex, mm-hmm. the wonder, might, if someone suggested you should take her to a doggy chiropractor, would you go or would you say like, ah, I don't know about that. If she was in chronic pain, I might consider it. Yeah. Yeah. Doggy chiropractic. Yeah. Hmm. I mean. When your doggy's in pain, you want to make it stop. I understand that. I just, I just don't know that I'm <laughs> believing in it. <laughs> I don't know. Doggy chiropractic just seems like a step too far for me. You know who also for did me. that? Our friend Mike with his dog Guinness. Yeah. He took him to, I think it was acupuncture and what? chiropractic because he what? was in a lot of pain and it really worked. Yeah, and my sister just texted. She's listening right now. My sister um, has a sweet little dog that's a mutt, but has some King Charles Spaniel in him, which is a breed that has a lot of health issues. And she said, funny, I was just researching holistic vets this morning, and they do acupuncture, laser treatments, chiropractic, et cetera, had great reviews because they just found out that um, they want their puppy on daily pain meds mm-hmm. and he gets all woozy and, you know, it's just not yeah. a good quality of life. So she's looking for alternatives. For but, him. Well, maybe that's it then. Yeah. Doggy chiropractic. I'll keep you posted. Acupuncture. She's got to get her husband on board first. Maybe dogs with acupuncture when a dog sees you like putting needles all over his body. The other pain seems minimal compared to that. <laughs> I've had acupuncture. So poor dog is it's like, so weird how it doesn't that. hurt. <laughs> one of my one of my daughters uh, rehabbing a knee mm-hmm. from running had to have dry. They did dry needling, mm-hmm. and it was not the most pleasant experience. Oh, really? She had ever had no. The acupuncture I had, and my husband had it when he shattered his wrist. Remember, he's resistant to pain meds. Yeah. It didn't, it, you're just like in shock. Like, how can this needle be in me and it doesn't hurt? And then the pain relief you get is like, whoa, hmm. that's so cool. Are you there yet? Have you experienced Zoom fatigue? I did. Are you tired? I'm going to have to say it was after my first Zoom meeting. That's <laughs> when it really, really settled in. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. We were talking about it on the show the other day that people will Zoom just because they can. And mm-hmm. we're like, uh, can we just do a good old fashioned conference call so we yeah. don't have to worry about how we look? Or they'll zoom where a text would work. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I was just talking to my niece Kaylee. She loves this um, app called Voxer because it's audio only, unlike Marco Polo, that's video, like a video message for your friends. And she's like, then you don't have to worry about the camera. So, anyway, people are experiencing Zoom fatigue so bad that a giant co- corporation, Citibank, has banned Zoom meetings on Fridays, and they call them Zoom-free Fridays. Yes! Isn't that a great idea? Now, if they went a step further and just banned meetings, period, on Fridays. Yes. I don't know what 
what they're teaching at management school, middle management school right now that makes anyone think that anyone will be productive or look forward to a meeting on a Friday. Ugh. But y'all have lost your minds. <laughs> <laughs> everyone is checked out. Everyone on that call or that meeting is thinking, why are we doing this? We had Monday through Thursday to do this. Now on Friday, we're doing this? Suddenly, everyone's going to be emailing their boss. Hey, did you see this article right. in the news about Zoom-free Fridays at <laughs> Citibank? <laughs> we should do this. Not often that uh, banks come up with good ideas, but yeah, you got to give it to them that time. Way to go. So could you use some happiness in your life? Could you use a smile? I think we all could, right? Things are really, really heavy right now so i've got something i'm gonna play for you in just a minute little piece of sound that i guarantee you when you hear it you are going to smile okay so if you need a smile keep it right here i've got it one smile coming up all right so i promised one smile coming up i got it for you here i'm telling you when you hear this sound i'm gonna play for you you won't be able to control it you're gonna smile from ear to ear you ready ready three two one I'm telling you that I don't know what it is about that commercial, but everybody loves it. The hip hip hop group tag team. I love that. It makes me drool though because I can't remember what um, what ice cream are they advertising? Is it like Baskin Robbins? (laughs) It's not ice cream. It's an an insurance commercial. (laughs) Are you serious? Oops. How much money do they I can see why I would think that, because my favorite part is at the end when the one guy goes, Sprinkle! Yeah, every time I see it, it makes me think about ice cream and how hungry I am for ice cream. So thank you to uh, Tag Team and I forget what insurance company it is that brought this song back to life with a really cool remake of it. Tell me you're not dancing in your car right now, right? Sprinkles! I love that. Coming up, think about this for a second. Who do you think is healthier, you or your kids? Think about this. Who do you feel is healthier, you or your kids? Turns out Gen X, that's if you're born between 1965 and 1980. That's me. And Gen Y, born 1981 to 1999, are in poorer health than their parents. That's not me. According to uh, this brand new research, it's because those generations are smoking and drinking more and dealing mm. with higher levels of obesity. Uh, good incentive to talk to your kids about giving up smoking and vaping and trying to eat healthier and be more active. Because when you said that, who's healthier, you or your kids? I'm way healthier than my kids. Way healthier. But they're still at that bulletproof era, era of their life where they can yeah. eat pizza five times a day and still you know, convince themselves they're doing fine. Right. That catches up with you eventually. And then all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> oh man, I can't eat like that anymore. <laughs> Is your dog going to have a hard time when life gets back to normal and all of a sudden you're not working from home anymore? Oh, I you're think a lot of dogs leaving are have that. to go to a concert or a all game kinds or something. Of pets that were adopted, yes, sure. Yeah, over so the past year. I know it's going to be really hard on our dog, Alex the Wonder Mutt. She gets very upset when we leave because she's spoiled. She's used to having someone there. And a friend of ours told us that you are allowed to bring your dog to Home Depot. And I was like, what? I've never heard of such wonders. And so we did it. We brought, we put her little dog bed in the middle of the cart 
and hoist her up and lift her in there. And she sat there and smiled from ear to ear like it was the most exciting thing in the world. Like, Wait a minute. You took the dog bed with you? I imagined you with a, her on a leash and you guys just walking around. You picked no, her up. put her in the cart. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You are those people. <laughs> we've never done anything like that in all our married lives. With we've had this is our oh. fourth dog, and we've never done it. But it was the funnest experience, and she just thought it was like, "What you mean? I don't. I get to come with you. I don't have to stay in the car all by myself. This is what Imagine wonders how, of wonders is this? How weird does Home Depot look to a dog? It's never been in a yeah. place like that before." <laughs> probably saying where's the squeaky toys and where's the dog bones i mean her little doggy senses must have been on overload oh she was so happy i have a picture of her i can post she was so happy she's <laughs> like i don't know what's happening but this is really exciting and i'm just glad i'm with you <laughs> <laughs> next, thing, next thing you're going to be getting one of those you know you, you, it's very popular for dads to carry the child strapped to the front of them now <laughs> you're gonna have one of those for glenn with for, with Alex the Wonder Mutt. You have the dog strapped to the front of his chest. Oh my gosh. She's so gangly with such long legs. Um, that would be hilarious. You should totally try that. play a prank on him and and get it like Goodwill. <laughs> yeah. A three or four dollar, you know, thing that somebody's donated, a little yeah, baby like, carrier. I'll be, be like, like, well, she's hey, 14. Great, so. great idea. Great idea. Instead of taking the fat, why don't we just strap her onto the front of you? It'll be great. I don't know <laughs> if I could say it without, without laughing, but I'll try. <laughs> Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Now, this is a dog you'd want on your side when you're in need. Haley was out walking her dog in her neighborhood in Ottawa, Canada. When she had a medical emergency, she fell to the ground in the middle of the street and had a seizure. Hmm. Never had one before in her life. Wow. Well, her dog, Clover, backed away from Haley into the road and blocked traffic. No kidding. So no one would hit her. Never took his eyes off Haley. Mm. But several other cars pulled over and neighbors jumped in to help. They called EMTs and the whole thing was caught on a security camera at a neighbor's house. That's how they know what this dog did. Um, They don't know why she suddenly had her first seizure. They're going to work on that. But Clover, the dog, is definitely their hero. And um, Haley's dad got all excited that night like, oh, cool, my wife's making steaks. And he, she goes, oh, no, these are for the dog. These are for Clover. <laughs> Clover saved our daughter's life. I was going to say extra <laughs> treats, but steak. Steak for Clover. Good dog, good dog. Are you a mom who feels like it's been a tough year coming up? You are definitely not alone. Are you a mom who feels like it's been a tough year? You are definitely not alone. Brand new research revealed close to 70% of moms surveyed admitted 2020 was the most stressful year they've ever experienced. Many young moms struggled this past year to balance the increased demands of childcare with isolation, work, financial stress, uh, helping your kids with online school and more. Top emotions felt in this past year include stress, exhaustion, depression, anxiety, and isolation. Experts are encouraging moms to reach out to their church and other families and friends and be honest about needing a little bit of help. So what do you do, mom, dad, to get through those moments when you're feeling anxious? And like I just Taylor's just sharing in the last year, anxiety and Depression and all those negative things have been really, really high. So what have you done? Who do you lean into or what do you lean into to help you get through those moments and help you go like, you know what? It's going to be okay. 
Hey, Lane, we're talking about what a rough year it's been for a lot of people. And what are those things we've done to get through to help with those moments when you're feeling anxious or down? What What, what is it for you, Lane? Um, a lot of it has been music and a lot of it has been friends. Um, mm. Obviously, the obvious answer is Jesus, right? When you're in Sunday school, that's the answer <laughs> to every question if you're not paying attention. Jesus. Yeah, well, um, because it's true. <laughs> so it's true. It's like, you're not paying attention. Um, Lane, what's your answer? Jesus. Um, you know, so, yes, I'm answer Jesus um, and world peace. Um, but, you know, the, the thing is, you know, I seriously, I was going to call and request this old Colton Dixon song through all of it, which isn't really all that old, but it feels like music comes out so quickly. But I listen to this song and turn it up and just cry to this song mm. so much because mm. the song talks about I've made some choices that were not good and I've made some choices that were good and you know I've I've done things that I'm proud of I've done things that I regret but you've been my god through all of it and I need it so bad because I know there's days when I yell at my children I know there's days when I'm ashamed of the way that I have reacted in anger and not in grace I need this song. I just need this song. Mm. So I think it's music, and I think it's definitely friends, because Mm. I I definitely know which friends to call when I've done something, you know, that I just need to talk through, or I don't know how to get through something with my children. I mean, that's why I think it's so important for us to have a network of people who share our our values or share your belief system, because then that way, when you can't sort it out, you have somebody who can kind of walk that path with you because they have a child that's a couple years ahead of yours and yeah you know they've done this they've been there it's it's something that's not new for them and yeah. and they're not afraid of it anymore and they're laughing when you're crying because they remember <laughs> and now they can laugh yeah wow that is powerful stuff lane Boy, that lady Lane that just called in and said music has gotten her through. Boy, is that the truth, huh? Mm-hmm. I'll tell so you, what, one of the things that we love about working at this radio station is the music that we play. Uh, you know, we're not just we're not just playing it. We love listening to it right along with you too. So I'd say the things that, that got me through um, two of the big ones. It's my two the 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 double P prayer and pedaling. A lot of prayer, <laughs> like particularly every morning before anybody else in the house is up. Spend a, a about. I get up early. I spend about 45 minutes to an hour just reading some, you know, scripture and praying and stuff. And then uh, pedaling. That's the other P. Getting on my bike and riding. And while I'm riding, I'm listening to a lot of music while mm-hmm. I'm riding. Like yesterday, yeah. yesterday while I was riding, uh, I listened to Torrin Wells to, to his album as I was going up and down Kennesaw Mountain. Torrin was my, my training partner. But then one other thing, too, that's gotten me through this past year, reading, reading um, biographies or the writings of some of the great saints of the church. That's really gotten me through. I'm talking like people from medieval times or, or uh, you know, like the, the 17th century, the 1800s or whatever. And, you know, reading their lives because, man, they went through some serious stuff. I mean, like wars and pandemics and famines and persecution like we've never experienced. And when you read like, OK, well, if they could go through it mm-hmm. with not just their faith intact, but vibrant and alive, then I can do this. And that really inspired me. I was just reading about Corrie ten Boom this morning and how she went through Nazi Germany concentration camps. Here she is, a watchmaker, and because she's hiding Jews, she got sent to the camps just like everyone else. And just the way she and her sister would lead Bible studies and sing hymns in prison. I'm like, 
Okay, if they can do that. <laughs> yeah, then we got this. Yeah, exactly. But I can't tell you how many times my mother-in-law, especially Dorothy, she's got a really strong faith and has been since an inspiration to me. She said to me when, when she calls, how are people getting through this without their faith? You know, because there's so much unsurety and uncertainty. And I don't know. Uh, we've had that conversation many times in I the past year. Personally, I think that's why. Anxiety is so high because so many folks don't they don't have a vibrant living faith nowadays. And that that's that's part of why. I mean, when you read those like Corey Ten Boom or uh, Padre Pio is a guy that I've read a lot this past year. When you you tap into that great cloud of witnesses, there's a lot of strength to be drawn from the people that have walked down this road or even a rougher road before us. So I did something yesterday for the first time. You guys know I ride my bike pretty much every day. And I use an app on my phone. It's called Strava. And it it tracks your ride. Or if you're a runner, it'll track your run. It'll tell you how fast you were going, your heart rate, how many calories you burned, how the elevation you went up and down. It gives you all this like ridiculous data. And I always tease Kevin about it because Strava sounds like a delicious dessert. But it also <laughs> creates a map of where you've gone. It has an orange line and it traces where you've gone to like to the T. So people have started this thing. It's called Strava Art, where they'll have their run or their ride create a picture. And some people are very, very elaborate with the pictures they do. I mean, it'll it'll look like a Van Gogh or something. Wow. So I thought I'm going to give this a very simplistic try to do. I'm just going to do a smiley face. So I was in the parking lot of where I start my ride, and it's a big football field-sized parking lot. And I thought, okay, I'll start mapping this, and I'll make a big circle, and then I'll go around the one one car up there. That'll be the eye, and then I'll continue back around the top, and that'll be another eye, and then I'll come to the bottom and make a smiley face, and I'll be done. It'll be really nice. So I do it, and I go around the first car, and I'm like, okay, there's the first eye. And then I look up and around the other car that I'm going to go around. Now there's a woman in getting stuff out of her trunk. Uh-oh. Like getting ready to go for a run. And I thought, I'm going to go right by her. I'm going to be like creepy weirdo circling her. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? I'm committed to my art. I'm doing this. <laughs> so I did. I went around her car real slow. I'm like, oh, hi. <laughs> she probably thought you were flirting. I felt like creepy weirdo. <laughs> I wanted to say, no, I'm the guy from the, I'm the, guy from the radio station. I, it's okay. <laughs> Fear not. I love how you said... Oh, hi. Like, as if you were surprised <laughs> right. to oh. see her. Oh, hey, you. <laughs> <laughs> Not awkward at all. And then to make it even weirder, I got like 20 feet away from her car and made this big semicircle to make the smiley face on my little Strava art. So you and just I, have to guess where this, the smile is? That's wild. No, I could tell. But I thought in, I thought in my head, like, I need to go back and tell her. Yeah. What, why you why I was doing that? this. And I thought... I'm never going to be able to explain. <laughs> See, I got Not this to app. mention, there's this grown man making a giant smiley face in the parking lot. It's very important for my art. Right. This, this is huge for me. I don't me. care that I scared you. Right. It's my, so, it's, I suffer for my art, and now you do too. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Kevland, everybody, where things are always so just funny. slightly weird. What happens when you've got a husband and a wife... She is on social media and he is not. We're going to talk about that next.
Taylor, can I assume when you say, uh, imagine a world where the wife is on social media and the husband isn't, can mm-hmm. I take a guess and say you're talking about you and Glenn? I could have been, because that is true. My husband has zero social media, not one account. And you drive him crazy, I bet, saying like, oh, I need to get a picture for my socials. Uh, every once in a while, yeah. <laughs> he's he, he's a good sport for one shot, but no retakes. Oh. But no, we were talking to our neighbors who moved in across the street about the same time we moved into this neighborhood, okay. and uh, they were heading out to run some errands and we were out walking Alex the Wonder Mutt and they pulled over to chat for a minute and uh, it's so hilarious because she has social media and he does not and he said ugh it's so unnerving because people will come up to me and go oh I saw you had salmon for dinner last night. It's like, how, how do you know this about me? How do you know what I ate for dinner in my the privacy of my own home? And then he finds out, oh, my wife posted about it. We posted our food. And he's like, I don't want to reveal who he is, but like he's, um, let's just say a leader in the community. So like, you know, it's just funny to, to have someone at that level of, profession and career and leadership having people just Knowing randomly go up to him and going feet. like hey i saw your saw you had pancakes the other morning right and, and by the way i i expanded the picture you need to pick your socks up <laughs> that's what my wife hears because tracy my wife she she is not on social media but if i want to post something at home she'll be like let me take a look at it and she wants to look all so people will scrutinize this picture and i want to make sure there's no, like, you didn't leave your boxer shorts in the corner <laughs> or something, you know, like that, that people are going to comment on. Because it won't be her leaving stuff around. It'll be me, right? right? Or the kids. Yeah. We love checking in with our producer, Griffin. He's got a wife and two kids. And uh, apparently his wife, Sarah, has fired him from doing something. <laughs> I can't wait to find out what this is all well, about. She has the authority to do that. I guess so. Find out what it is next. So, Griffin, uh, Taylor was just saying that your wife, Sarah, has fired you from something. What What does she have the authority to fire you yes, from? Yes, I've been fired. You know, like like a lot of people, uh, during the pandemic, we started doing online grocery pickup. Yeah. And our routine is, on Sunday evenings, I go pick it up, so we're ready for the week for our, with our groceries, and she's getting the kids ready for bed. Well, um, I guess I'm not doing a good enough job picking up the groceries, apparently. What? Because, you know, like 90% of the order is usually right. It's that yeah. 10% they have to do substitutions or something goes wrong. Yeah. And they give you the little sheet saying, you know, what they substituted or whatever. And I just accept it and I don't even mm-hmm. look at it or question them and right. I just go home. Well, I get home and I guess I was supposed to ask questions or <laughs> look at the substitution sheet. Because at like, that point, what are you going to do? Well, she'll challenge them on it if she picks it up <laughs> and she'll ask them, well, you know, or she'll go inside and get find it herself huh. because sometimes that's happened. Oh. The person picking up your groceries doesn't really oh, take the time. Oh, opening. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a, right. I don't blame you know, them necessarily. 19 year old kid doing right, it. That's, a, that's what it is. They don't know the difference between a squash and a cucumber. Yeah, we'll order like <laughs> spaghetti sauce, a specific one, and they might not have that one, but then they'll give us like tomato soup. And my wife oh, will lose no. her mind. Yeah, that would drive me crazy. That. Yeah, you're fired. The, I, I, I don't pay. I trust with them. Whatever. Soup on top. <laughs> so I've been fired from doing that now. So now you'll put the kids to bed, and she'll go out and pick up the groceries. She can pick up the groceries and come home and put them to bed. And, uh, <laughs> oh, come on! Hey, she, I, I I was trying to help. Yeah, he was trying to be helpful there. Yeah. Uh, 
She can do pull double duty now. I don't sound <laughs> disgusted, do I? At least you didn't. <laughs> I just realized I went. Ugh. At least you didn't say you can't fire me. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Kevin and Taylor. What's going on? Hey, I have a comment about Griffin being fired. Right from doing a curbside pickup because they're making substitutions and his wife Sarah doesn't appreciate it. So I'm a wife and mom, so I know that I'm supposed to take his wife's side. But the thing with the Walmart pickup, they send you an email ahead of time now and you can either approve or not approve the substitution. So she could be doing this ahead of time, and he wouldn't even have to deal with it. Huh, that that does sound reasonable. Yes, I think so, too. (laughs) You guys, do you think grocery store shopping in person is going to go away? Because I'm one of the old school people that still goes to the grocery store. I try not to go in because I spend more money if I go to the store. (laughs) Oh, yeah, totally. So, But, you know, if I can't find what I need online, then sometimes I do go in. But I think the older generation probably will stop but you know sometimes you just want to go in and you just want to look three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary flynn Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.